Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Episode 8, Season 9. Act even when you don't feel like it. This is one of those paradoxes that at first does not make sense, but it will after I take some time to explain it further. This concept is more fundamental than it appears. At the most basic level, we have been educated to do the right thing even when we don't feel like it. It goes all the way from waking up on time even when we don't feel like it at all. After all, who wouldn't want to sleep in every day? To making honest choices even though we would rather get by with a little lie. In recovery, we call the easier, softer way the path that we would rather take than the path that requires us to do the work of recovery. Very early in my recovery, I landed a non-paying job as a house coordinator for a sober living house. In exchange for my presence at the house, I got to live there rent-free. Not a bad deal. My job was simple. Enforce the house rules, be a good example, and have the residents keep the place neat and tidy. What I did not realize was that I would end up as a mentor for some of the residents with whom I got along just fine. Oh, there was the occasional resident who thought I was an AA Nazi. But that did not concern me in the least because that was their problem, not mine. So long as they stayed clean and sober and cleaned up after themselves, that's all that mattered. I ran what I called a two-strike house. The first time you screwed up, it was because you didn't know better. The second time you screwed up, you knew better, but you did it anyway. So pack your bags. See you later. I was very, very serious about my sobriety in the early going. I still am after 28 years, but in the early going, I did not cut myself any slack at all. There came an evening when there was a discussion about whether the gang should go out for pizza at a well-known pub or to some other place. I positioned the choice as follows. It's not a matter of what I would like to do, but what I need to do to stay sober today. Yeah, I'd love to go to Barney's for pizza, where there will be plenty of pitchers of cold beer on neighboring tables and offered to us as well, but I don't need that right now. It would be just too easy to say yes. Why not? I had to act even when I didn't feel like acting in the right way. There is something far greater than how we feel. Besides, our feelings can keep us stuck or lie to us. Another angle to acting in the right way, despite what we feel, is the issue of coming to believe 
out of understanding the issue first. In other words, I need to understand this thing before I believe it. Well, St. Francis, a great man, a gentle man, a brilliant man, a philosopher and a writer, tells you what I think of him. St. Francis stood this on its head when he said, Seek not understanding so that ye shall find faith. Seek faith so that ye shall find understanding. Even several hundred years ago, people tried to think their way to some level of faith, and they simply could not. They thought that they could climb some esoteric intellectual mountain, and having got there, they thought they would be able to say, Oh yes, now I see, and now I understand, and now I believe. It never happened that way. It was about an act of surrender, a flash of insight, and a leap of faith that had people see things in a whole new light. It was an act not of the mind. Rather, it was an opening up of the soul to the grace of a higher power that transformed the person from a skeptic to a believer, and a happier and more useful one at that. Now, to get to a topic that has special meaning to those who love an addict or alcoholic, it's about undoing the rules put in place by the disease that had us in bondage for so long. We have been conditioned by years of reacting certain ways that we don't even think about anymore. We don't want to think about it anymore. This thing has worn us out. Yet somehow deep in our hearts we want to make a big change. Here's something I learned in my 40-plus year business career. Small changes equals small results. Big changes equals big results. Are you ready? The thing is, you don't feel ready. And to that, Ms. Deborah J. says, So what? Well, she did not say that, but she meant it that way. I added the cheeky, so what? Here's some wisdom that busts yet another myth in my series on myth-busting. Miss J., author of the book, No More Letting Go, says this, We don't feel ready to do anything, but believing that feeling ready is a prerequisite for getting ready is one of the greatest blocks to taking action. Feeling ready is a myth. Taking action, whether we feel ready or not, starts early in life, and it doesn't and shouldn't end. We go to kindergarten, whether we feel ready or not. We learn to ride a bike, in spite of the possibility of landing squarely on the pavement. If everyone waited until they felt ready, very little would get done in this world. So we need to take action, whether we feel ready or not. For that to happen, we need to take a leap of faith. If for you as the caregiver or just mom or sister to a sick alcoholic or addict. Taking action means planning an intervention. Start planning an intervention, whether you feel ready to do it or not. Why? Because you know enough right now and you believe that you would be doing the right thing whether you get the results you pray for or not. You are taking that leap of faith that could change your life and the lives of those around you. It only takes one brave, scared, but brave nonetheless person to change everything. At the very least, you may end up with a wonderful group of people who are part of the Al-Anon Fellowship. The best case scenario is a successful intervention that gets your loved one into treatment. 
You can learn all about intervention from another of Miss J's books called Love First, A Family's Guide to Intervention by Miss Deborah J. The bottom line is this. Over and over, we in recovery have had to take action when we didn't feel ready to take action. But we took it anyway because we needed to do the things we most feared doing, most resisted doing, did not fully understand why we were doing it. Why? Because we said we were going to we were ready to go to any length to get sober and stay sober and the only way we believe that this miracle would happen is if we did everything we were asked to do. We had to have faith. We had made the commitment. Our actions changed our thinking, not the other way around. That put learning theory on its head, but it worked. We learned new ways of acting, and that changed our thinking. That transformed our lives by saving our lives. That took a leap of faith born of desperation. And if desperation is part of your life, so is that leap of faith that can change your desperation to hope for a better life for you and the ones you love with all your heart. So what did we learn about taking action today? We learned that one, Being ready and feeling ready are two very different things. We will never be ready if we wait until we feel ready. Two, all our lives we have taken the right action whether we felt ready or not. We knew that we needed to do it and went ahead and did it because we made that small leap of faith. Three, somehow deep in our hearts we want to make a big change. We want to break the chains of our old way of thinking, conditioned by years of living with an alcoholic or addict that has brought us desperation and poverty of spirit. 4. We pray for a leap of faith that ironically is inspired by the desperation we have lived with for so many years, and now it is time to gain the freedom we deserve. 5. We take action we were afraid to take, for now we have acquired just enough faith to reach out for help knowing that it will come in the form of loving people who genuinely want to help another person suffering from this disease. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.